Hello, welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about motivation. I've been getting a lot of questions lately on how to stay motivated. And we're going to unpack that question today here on the podcast. We're going to be talking about the different types of motivation and some tricks on how to stay motivated, especially now on this last stretch towards the end of the year. So let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Let's talk about motivation. I've been getting questions lately on how to stay motivated. And we talk a lot about motivation, right? We talk about the people that are motivated. We talk about our own motivations. We talk about the fact that some days we're motivated and sometimes we're not. How many times you wake up in the morning, especially on a Monday morning, the alarm goes off. And some days you feel like you're ready to conquer the world and your goals and, and you have this force of energy in you. And some weeks or some days you wake up dreading the day and the week ahead. Have you ever asked yourself, why is that? Why is that some days you wake up fully motivated, ready to conquer the world, really excited to do things and achieve things. And there's other days that, well, it looks very different, right? So today I want to unpack this and I want to talk about what is motivation, why it's important and why it's not, what are some types of motivation. And I'm going to share some tricks on how to make sure that we can stay motivated to pursue our goals and, and our dreams. But, um, well, let me tell you that motivation basically is a force, right? It's something that we can see, but we definitely can feel. And it's that force that pushes us to do more, to overcome challenges and obstacles, to achieve goals. And I think a lot of times we see this behavior on the motivational flow, if you will, that when we have an idea, right? Think about the last time that you had this big audacious idea or this dream and you were, you got excited by the idea and you felt this force of motivation in you and you went all in and you did a lot of things. You probably made progress towards that idea. It's all that you could talk about, all that you could think about. 
you will go to bed thinking about this and you will wake up in the morning thinking about this and your brain could not shut down on how to make this a reality. And you were really motivated. You were in flow. Maybe a lot of times people like to refer like that. But over time, that went away. And we all ask ourselves, why? And, you know, when people ask me the question, how do I stay motivated? The true, honest answer is I don't. I don't. Like you, I have ups and downs in my motivation. There are days that I feel really motivated and there are days that I don't feel so motivated. But I still show up. There is a quote, I think it's from, um, I can't remember who wrote this quote. Um, so I'm not going to try to guess right now and get it wrong. But there is a quote that says, motivation is what gets you started. Consistency is what gets you going. So for me, the secret has always been to leverage the motivation to build consistency. When I am motivated, when I am at high peak states of motivation, instead of using that force of motivation randomly, I try to focus that motivation on building consistency, on building self-discipline. In other words, on identifying habits that will help me achieve that goal or that dream and then use my motivation to build those habits. And that is, let's say, my secret recipe, if you want to call it. And I didn't realize this until recently I got this question about motivation and I start thinking about it and I'm like, no, I'm not motivated every day, but I still show up and I still do the things. And I ask myself why, and this is why. So now you know, now you know my secret. This is how I keep going, whether motivation shows up or not. And I always say, you never know when motivation is going to show up or not. Well, I'm going to share with you some tips on how to ensure that it does show up. But we'll get to that. Um, but that is really the secret, right? It's knowing, it's accepting that motivation is not always going to be there. And that if you really want to achieve a goal, if you really want to achieve your dreams, you need to keep going even when motivation doesn't show up. That is the secret. There is no other secret. Now, I do want to go a little bit deeper into motivation. And I think that there's different types of motivation and there's different levels of motivation, right? So let's talk about the different types of motivation. And in general, there's two types of motivation, really. And you probably have heard about these two types of motivation before or the two categories of motivation. One is intrinsic motivation and the other one is extrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation is the type of motivation that 
Sangwon has um, that is driven by internal desires and it's satisfied when internally rewarded. Let me give you an example of intrinsic motivation. Let's say that you have a goal of reaching a certain level in your career. You're looking for a promotion. And when someone asks you, why do you want to get promoted, right? And you're viciously honest with yourself on the answer to that question. Someone with an intrinsic motivation would say, because I want to make a bigger impact, because I want to learn new skills and I want to get better and I have a desire to serve and to lead and I have a desire to be part of the solution and I have a desire of making a bigger and broader impact within the company and to the communities and to the world. And that would be someone that is intrinsically motivated. On the other hand, we have extrinsic motivation. Extrinsic motivation is the type of motivation in which someone is motivated by external desires or extrinsic rewards. Let's go to our example of the promotion. If you get really viciously honest and the answer to the question is, I want to make more money, I want to have a higher salary so I can provide to my family, I want to have the title, I want to have, I want to be recognized by others, I want to get my own office or certain benefits or privileges for being at a certain level in the organization. That is intrinsic motivation. Now, if you ask me, I personally believe, and I think many people share this belief with me, that the most powerful form of motivation is the intrinsic motivation over the extrinsic motivation. That being said, sometimes our extrinsic motivation can help us give us that push that we need when the motivation doesn't show up. So I think you need both. And being able to balance both is really important in making sure that motivation continues to show up. There are days, um, and I'm going to talk personally, right? Like I am someone who is very intrinsically motivated. My motivation mainly comes from the inside in the things that I do. So for example, this podcast. The motivation for me to do this podcast is 100% intrinsic. I want to make an impact. I want to learn. I want to become better. That's how. That's the reason why I started this podcast. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I started this podcast for intrinsic but selfish reasons. I wanted to get better at speaking in public. And this was a way of me to develop that skill. And on the other hand, I wanted to make an impact. And that has been now and is my number one motivation. Every time that I come here and I stand in front of my, of my microphone, what I'm thinking is, how can I add value to others? How can I inspire someone today? How can I help someone that is dealing with something that maybe I dealt with yesterday or a year ago or that I'm dealing with today and that sharing my perspectives and my experience can help someone else? 
Now, there are days where I am not that motivated and I have to pull on extrinsic motivation. Like, I can miss an episode. What would people think if I miss an episode? And that for me is not the right motivation, but sometimes I have to pull into that extrinsic motivation in order for me to get my butt here and record a podcast episode. And that is sometimes what motivates me to do the podcast. It's not the impact that typically most days, 99% of the days is driving me. But some days for some reason, I'm not feeling the mojo and I have to pull into this extrinsic motivations or make up this extrinsic motivations to help me keep going. So I don't want to say that that extrinsic is bad and intrinsic is good. They're both good forms of motivation. Hey, if they get you motivated and they get you making progress and they get you moving, they're good. They're all good forms of motivation. What I'm saying is, in my opinion, intrinsic motivation is so much more powerful than intrinsic motivation. Because the moment that you depend on something external to you in order to be or not be motivated, then you're not in control of your motivation. Then you are putting your motivation in someone else's hands. You're basically delegating your motivation to something or someone. And, you know, I believe motivation is, sorry, I believe that delegation is a great skill to have, but not when it comes to your motivation. Okay, so talking about intrinsic and extrinsic motivations, I think there are different types of intrinsic and extrinsic motivations. So within the intrinsic motivation, there is something called competence motivation. This is the motivation to learn new skills, to continuously develop and improve. This is one that I have in high quantities. This is one that I leverage a lot for many things. It's always about learning. It's always about growing for me personally. Another type of intrinsic motivation is the attitude motivation. It's the kind of motivation that comes um, to those who desire to change how they see the world around them and how they see themselves. So if you're trying to develop self-awareness or make changes within yourself or change your attitude, this is the type of motivation that is going to fuel you to do those things. This has been a type of motivation that I've been leveraging a lot this year through my reinvention journey. Now, when we talk about extrinsic motivations, what are some extrinsic motivations? Um, One type of extrinsic motivations might be a reward-based motivation or an incentive motivation. This is the motivation where you're looking for a reward or an incentive in order for you to get going or do something. The other type of extrinsic motivation can be fear-based motivation, right? I know that fear carries a negative connotation, right? We think about fear as something negative, but not always fear is negative. Sometimes fear can be extremely powerful motivator. It can help you become accountable. It can help you 
um, you know, do things because out of that fear. And in that case, fear can be a positive motivator, right? Another type of extrinsic motivation can be the achievement-based motivation, titles, positions, roles. Um, sometimes it's important for some people, and that is what drives us to do things. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a type of motivation, right? Um, the achievement-based motivation is very common, especially on the professional realm. In your career or if you're a business owner, the achievement motivation is something that we use a lot in those areas of our lives, is that um, we use it to focus on reaching a goal for the shake of achievement and for that feeling of accomplishment that goes with it. I use this one a lot right? The sense of achievement and accomplishment. Another one can be power-based motivation. Um, they are, um, this is the type of motivation, right? That energizes people to seek control, typically through position in whether it's a company or organization, um, sometimes can be perceived as bad, but power motivation, um, sometimes is great, especially for those who wish to change the world around them based on their own personal vision. So that is another form of extrinsic motivation. Then you have affiliation motivation. This is um, the affiliation motivation is used by those that as a driving force to meet their goals and thrive when they connect with others in maybe higher positions that themselves, right? That could be um, a way that affiliation motivation shows up. I want to be affiliated with someone, and that is my motivation to do something. Um, so knowing what type of motivation is at play in a given situation can be really important, right? Because it can help us change our behavior it can deepen our sense of satisfaction if what we're pursuing is aligned with what motivates us. It can help us grow our interest over a certain goal or a certain topic. So every time, and this is how I use this awareness of what is the type of motivation that is driving me primarily. Typically, there is a mix of different things, but there's one that it's like primary force of motivation and the way I like to use my awareness of what my motivation is, is to grow my interest about a situation. So when I get an assignment at work or there is a situation in front of me and my first reaction is to dread that problem, that situation, that obstacle, that assignment, I start to think about what might be the driving force of motivation for me if I was motivated about this. And I try to find something in that obstacle, in that problem, in that situation, in that task that I can relate to at a motivational level. And that helps me grow my interest. So for example, um, I use this example at work all the time. I remember years ago, I was working at a plant and Every month, the people from corporate, uh, this was before I moved to corporate, of course, 
the people from corporate will ask for all these reports. And I hated to do those reports. Like I really hated to do those reports. And it was so frustrating because it was a lot of work. It was a lot of time that will go in doing these reports that I did not have. And I thought there were things that were more valuable for me to do, things that would make a bigger impact because I'm very much driven by impact intrinsically than filling out these reports, right? So it was the thing that I always procrastinated on. It was the thing that, you know, I didn't like about my job. And then on top of that, I always questioned how these reports were used because they never came back in any way, shape, or form, right? If I send a report and as a result of the report, I see some actions being taken out of that report, that is, that would have been very different. But that wasn't the case at the time. So knowing what my interests are, which were to make an impact, to be part of the solution to the problem, those were the things that mainly drive me at work. And I used that to grow my interest into that task that I was dreading. So I told myself, okay, I have to do the report. There is no way around. I can cringe about it or I can do this report and not only send it to corporate, but what if I use that report within my scope, within my area of responsibility to make a difference? What if I use this report and I analyze the data and I came up with things that I can do that can create an impact and can make things better and can help me achieve goals and it can help me help other people? And that shifted completely the way that I saw at this report. I was looking forward doing these reports every month especially as I got better at analyzing the data and coming up with proposals and sharing that and telling stories with the data to, to the people in the plant. And this is how my love for data analytics started, from something that I dreaded, something that I hated to do, right? And I don't like to do reports. I'm grateful we now have systems that do the reports for us and we can do the part that I like, which is analyzing the data and making decisions. But that is an example on how knowing what motivates you can help you grow your interest around things that you might not be motivated to do today, right? Um, so let's get into some tips around motivation. So I'm going to share a bunch of different things that have helped me along the years to stay motivated or to call on my motivation to show up. Number one, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I am the kind of person that always have all these ideas in her mind. Like my brain doesn't stop. I'm always thinking about all the things that I want to do and all the ideas that I have that I want to do. And that is, in that moment that I have all these ideas floating in my mind, I feel this burst of energy. 
because I can connect all of those things with me making an impact and I get really excited about all the things. And then it's like a balloon, right? Like starts to lose the air. That is what happens with motivation. So what I have learned is that you need to start small. When you start small, it helps you to get motivated, right? If you, lo- if you love to bite off more than you can chew, you need to listen to this one, okay? If you go after big tasks and giant goals without breaking them down, that motivation is going to disappear one day. Why? Because you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to feel that you're not making progress and you're going to give up. Motivation is not going to continue to show up because you're putting in the work and sometimes you're not even putting the work. It's just you thinking in your mind about all the things that need to get done. You get overwhelmed and then you give up. So breaking it down in smaller steps can really help to keep the motivation going. Because when you break it down, you can get motivated about each piece of that puzzle. And ultimately, if you get every piece in the right position, you're going to have this beautiful puzzle at the end, which is this big, audacious, giant goal of yours. Number two, this is one of the most important things in motivation. You need to have a reason why. You need to have a clear why. And I think this is the biggest reason that you might not have your mojo going on and keeping it on over time because you never stopped to think about the why. And if you don't have a strong why, it's easy to give up and move on to something else. So taking the time, whenever you come with an idea, whenever you're working on a goal, take the time to think about why is this important to me? And basically that is getting to what your motivation is behind it. And any time, any day that you don't feel this force of motivation in you, go back to your why. Remind yourself on Why are you even doing this? And you're going to find motivation in your why over time. Another thing uh, I find very helpful, um, and I kind of talked about this um, before, but it's develop habits. I mentioned it at the beginning, my secret for staying motivated which I'm not motivated every day, but it's when I have that burst of motivation, I channelize my motivation in trying to identify what habits are going to help me achieve this goal or this dream and develop those habits. I'm going to give you an example. Maybe I use the same example of this podcast, right? I wanted, when I started this podcast, My vision was that I wanted to reach 1 million people with my podcast. Why 1 million? I don't know. It sounded nice, but it was not about the number. It's never been about the 1 million. It's always been about, I want to reach two people and be able to make a positive impact and inspire others through the podcast. 
Now, how can I do that? How can I inspire others? How can I be a role model for others? How can I help others? And I thought about what would be the things that will help me do that, right? And I make a little list. Like, well, first of all, I need to be consistent, right? If I only do this podcast when I feel like it, and then it goes a month by and there's no podcast episode, and then I do one, and then two months later I do another one, probably that's not going to work. And then I told myself, I need to continuously learn and grow because if I don't, I'm not going to have things to share. I can't help others if I don't help myself first. I can't share tips and tricks to others if I don't have those tips and tricks, if I haven't experienced those things or I am experiencing those things. So I make kind of a list and those are things that I do on a regular basis. And now I don't need motivation to do a lot of these things. I do them because they are a habit. And I feel weird when I don't do it, right? So every day I start my day with a quote. If you've been following the podcast, you know, based on our 6 a.m. club, every day I start with a random quote to feel inspired and I take action on that quote. Every day I spend at least 30 minutes reading or listening to a podcast or investing in my personal development. Most of the time looks like an hour a day. And if there is a day that I missed any of my routines, any of my habits and how I do those things, I feel like something is missing in my day. It's like brushing your teeth, right? Like sometimes you don't even think about it. And if you, for some reason, don't brush your teeth, you feel like weird. Same thing here. So focus that burst of motivation on identifying and building habits. Another thing that it's important is to change the approach but don't give up. A lot of times we're working on something and we don't get momentum. We don't see traction. And then we change the goal instead of changing our approach. So a lot of times it's about changing the approach, not necessarily changing your goal or your dream, which is what we typically do. So if you're working towards a goal and you don't see that you're making progress, if you don't feel that you're getting momentum, just stop and reflect on what is that you're doing, why what you're doing might not be working, reconnect with your why, and then change your approach, change something different. And ultimately, you're going to get with your goal if you keep trying. But you need to stay consistent with what your goal is. And the way to stay consistent with what your goal is goes back to that why that we were talking about. Another thing that I think it's important is to recognize your progress. I was terrible in doing that. I was waiting until I was done with something to recognize my achievement, to reward myself in, in some way or to celebrate in some way. And I've learned that if you identify milestones and then you recognize every milestone and you space out that recognition or, or that it's much more powerful. So acknowledge your progress, celebrate your progress. 
that is critical to keep the momentum going. Because as you're celebrating progress, it's like you're putting more fuel into the fire of your motivation. That's basically what it's doing. The other thing is, which I think is very important, is your circle impacts your motivation. Who you surround yourself is going to have a huge impact into your motivation. And I always use the example of someone who wants to become a runner. I use it for habits. I'm going to use it for motivation too. Let's say that you are that person that you're looking to run a marathon and you've never run before, and none of your friends are into running, but they're into going to the bar after work and having a beer. If that is the environment in which you are, it's going to be very hard to sustain your motivation because you're always going to see examples of people doing something different that takes less effort than what you're trying to do, and you're going to be pulled into those things. But if you want to become a runner, what do you do? You hang up with other runners. You surround yourself with other runners, those that are going to text you at 6 in the morning and tell you, let's go train, and they're going to hold you accountable. So whether your motivation shows up or not, you have someone that is holding you accountable and someone that shares the same types of goals and dreams and interest. They're like-minded individuals. And a lot of times, when your intrinsic motivation doesn't show up, you can pull on that extrinsic motivation of not letting your circle down by not showing up. See, that's what I was talking about, balancing intrinsic and extrinsic motivations. Your motivation to run that marathon might be 100% intrinsic, but there's going to be a day that you're not feeling it And then you can pull on those extrinsic motivations. And your circle, your environment is a huge one because we are social beings and we hate to let others down, especially if those are in our inner circle. And then when you fail, when you fall down, because you will, we always do, Use that to fuel your motivation rather than to give you reasons to give up. This one is very important to me. When I am working on something and I fall, I fail, I stand back up and I use that as motivation because I am not a loser. And that goes back to this topic, which I'm not going to go into today, of identity. But I am the kind of person that I am a winner. And that doesn't mean that I always win, right? That means that I either win or I learn, but I never lose. So adopt that mindset of looking at your failures as learning opportunities. Use them as fuel to motivate you to say, I fail? Well, no, I'm going to prove that I can do this. And that is the attitude that I take. And I know that not everyone is like me. And if I could send some of that to you, I would. But that's something that you can certainly develop. It's not that you were born that way or not. You can certainly develop this type of mindset. So work on developing that type of mindset. And how you do that? By practicing. Every time that you fall down, 
clean yourself up and use that as fuel to keep going. Force yourself to use that as fuel and it will become a habit and it will become part of your identity. It will become part of who you are. Okay, those are my tips around motivation. I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope that you find one or two tips that you can go and apply yourself to keep that momentum going and to keep you motivated even when you don't feel like it. If this podcast episode was helpful, let me ask you a big favor. I'm sure that you know someone that can benefit from today's episode. Do me a favor and send them the link to the podcast so they can take advantage of these tips as well. And if it's not too much to ask, I would ask that you go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review that always helps to get the podcast more visible to other people to find it. With that, I hope you have an amazing and motivated day, and I will see you here again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.